0: hi everyone blue here i want to tell you about camp lilac real quick camp lilac is a summer camp in ohio which welcomes transgender and gender non-conforming kids ages 12 to 17. essentially trans camp in ohio for those 18 and up we are also always looking for volunteer counselors the camp is now reopening its on-site location for summer 2022. i will be attending the staff this year and we hope to invite more people to this friendly space which welcomes self-expression if this interests you registration for 2022 is now open Links to the fundraiser and signups are in this episode's description and on our website MayfieldandBeloved.com. Mayfield and Beloved is not directly affiliated with Camp Lilac, but I wanted to take the moment to boost this thing which is important to me. I'd also like to take a moment to thank everyone who sent in their audio to help create the crowd for this episode. This was monumental and very special. A link to the full list of names is also in the description. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the episode.
1: to give my glory or put my presence or my approval upon any other thing that you declare to be God. So so why? Why do why 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 do the rage? Why they rage they rage because they want to get the reality of one God.
2: Mayfield and beloved presents. Camp Here and There, Episode 30, The Basket Case of the Nurses' Building. Time is approximately 10.25 a.m. on the 6th of July. I'm Jedediah A.A. Martin, co-nurse at Camp Here and There. I am recording a session of conflict mediation between two repeat offenders who can never seem to agree on anything. In accordance with the terms of my employment, I'm dying on the fucking cross for you two again. Fifth time in two summers, guys. Lay
3: off, dude. Hey, what's with this co-nurse stuff? Aren't you Sydney's assistant?
2: <sighs> I am Jedediah Martin, assistant nurse at camp here and there. Happy? Mm-hmm. Names and perspectives.
4: Ah, uh, ah, uh, right. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Uh, um.
2: Maybe I should go first. I can do it. We are not having this debate again. Yvonne, you first.
4: Okay, um... I'm Yvonne Marley, as you know, and me and Joshua have got... big problems.
2: Yes, well, I assumed as much.
4: It's this... elephant guy. You know, we have to... Everyone's all confused about this elephant man thing. It's a big deal.
3: Huge deal.
4: And me and Joshua, we... We just can't figure out what to tell the kids. It's like, do we tell them the whole truth? Or do we just try to tell them something comforting?
3: That's the issue.
4: And I think we should try not to scare them. I'm like the Salem of us. That's you. We should just tell them something to keep them comfortable and happy, is my thing.
2: All right, but... Okay, sure, Joshua?
3: Yeah, baby, my turn. I'm Joshua McKeith and I think Yvonne is a big dump. I think we shouldn't even worry about how the kids feel. I think we should just tell them everything. Help, make stuff up, right? Cause the kids, you know, what they hate more than anything is being left in the dark about big camp business. Yvonne just doesn't get that.
4: Isn't she so unreasonable? You're unreasonable, you... Dick... Wart... Fuck trumpet! Wimpy little bitch! Ow. Ow! Pull your punches a bit, huh?
2: Okay, guys... Help, help us, Jedediah. Jedediah! Just let Sydney speak for himself. The elephant man is his issue, right? He would appreciate being handed the reins on his own narrative.
4: Um, right. But the
2: problem with that is, uh... Hey, if my solution isn't perfect, I'm open to feedback.
3: It's just, it's... It's fine, it's just... It's so... Maybe too perfect? A little bit? Maybe
2: that. Alright, guys, it's been fun. I've got work to do, so, uh... Meeting adjourned.
4: Wait!
3: Hey, Jedediah, remember when Sydney and I were roommates in college? All too well. He hated you. He did. And after a first semester, he requested a solo dorm.
4: Anyone would have done the same.
3: I was a big loser. You hated me too, right,
2: Jedidiah? What is your game here? Is this
3: some kind of psyop?
4: We just want to
2: reminisce. Just some
3: good old college day reminiscence. Just some old pals sitting down and talking about bygones. What's wrong with that? (sighs) I,
2: I don't exactly... It wasn't a good part of my life. It doesn't make me happy to think about it.
4: Um, what about our adventures together?
2: We- I, I mean, you were probably the best thing about college.
4: Remember you were scared of me at first.
2: I was not scared of you. I just I didn't know how to talk to people.
4: Don't bluff. You were terrified of me because you were a good little Christian boy and I was a party goth.
2: I, I was desensitized to the goth stuff because of Sidney. He, he exposed me to that- The the fancy clothes and the shitty music for years before I met you.
4: Okay, but you have to admit, my hair freaked you out.
2: Your hair might have freaked me out a little bit.
3: (laughs) Me too, dude. To this day, she picks the weirdest colors. Hurts my eyes, Yvonne.
4: Oh, shut up. You
3: shut up.
2: Seriously, though, guys, what is this all about?
4: Do you remember? Oh, my God. Do you remember? What? What, do I know the story? Yeah, dude, you were totally there. <laughs> like, I tried to get Jedediah to come to parties all the time, right? He was always, like, too scared and awkward or whatever. I
2: was trying to make the most of my college education.
4: But one day, god, I, I guess I just caught him in a good mood because he finally said yes.
3: Oh my god, is this
4: the time he put on that- Shush, shh. Sh- so, I got him to come to this party, and it was being held in, like, someone's common room, and they had a DJ, and they let the attendees take turns requesting tracks, anything that could be found online.
2: Oh my god, God, it's this one. Why here? Why now?
4: And everyone wanted Jedediah to pick a track because they were all so excited to see the guy with the cross necklace come out of his shell. I mean, I think some of them were hoping he'd pick a Jesus song.
3: Oh, that would have been funny. Have I wronged you somehow?
4: Are you punishing me? He picked something even better, though. Anyway, he kept saying no at first, but after a couple of hours, he was kinda drunk. And he finally said yes, and the track he put on! It was like this weird orchestral,
3: like, nature song from a video game.
4: It was the ambient music from the Skyrim soundtrack. Yes! And he danced to it! Like an
3: interpretive dance about the epic history and lore of this video game world!
2: (laughs) I cannot believe you remember Uh, this.
3: How could we forget? Oh! Oh, guys! Fuck, I have a story. Me and Sydney would play this game. Sydney would toss cafeteria hot dogs on the floor of our dorm, and he would tell me I did it and make me pick them up. And then when I brought them back to him, I would, like, joke hit on him, like, will you date me now, (laughs) right? Like, now that I picked up a hot dog for you. And it was a joke. I mean, kind of. And he would always just, like, laugh and... Call me names, like really nasty words that I don't know if I'm allowed to
2: say. Jesus, Joshua.
4: Hearing that made me feel sick. I'm sorry. You're sick.
2: Okay. Guys, please. I'm sorry. I'm glad you're enjoying yourselves, but this really isn't fun for me, and you obviously have some kind of ulterior motive, so can we please just drop the charade? Why are you two really here? Uh...
4: Fine. Jedediah, listen, we want to talk to you.
3: Yeah, and the only opportunity we get is these mediation sessions. You just...
4: wanted to have a chat? No, I mean, yes, I like chatting with you and I want to do it more, but today, it's more like we're worried about you.
3: You've always been kind of neurotic, but...
4: Lately, you're clearly falling apart. I haven't seen you so openly stressed out since, well, your last year at college, and we all know how that went.
2: You really don't.
4: I don't know every little detail, but I know it was bad. This time, I want to try and help you before it gets that bad again.
3: Yeah, and to be real, I want to know what's up with Sydney lately. I'm worried about him, too. If there's any way I can help him.
2: <laughs> Joshua, you want to help Sydney,
3: Dude, don't act like I'm like-
4: Yes, he does. And I want to help you. So, come on. What's going on?
2: I... This is sweet. It's nice to know you care. I I mean that. Of course. But talking about it isn't going to help. So. I have to say no. Sorry. Of course.
4: Jedediah, are we friends? Um... Do you consider me a friend?
2: Yes. Yes, uh, uh, of course.
4: Well, then act like it. I... I know you've never been much for confiding, Jedediah, but fuck, I don't even feel like I know you anymore. If you think of us as friends, then you need to actually have a friendship with me.
3: She's been waiting to say that all summer.
4: Shut up! But, yeah, I have.
2: Alright. I guess I... Mm, I'm sorry, Yvonne, you're right. I haven't been present in, in anyone's lives. Like like a friend should. I, it just... Uh, well, we can talk about it. Thank you. What exactly did you want to know?
4: Where did Sydney really go when he went missing?
2: I don't know.
3: Why has he been acting so strange ever since?
2: Probably... Because he's been having secret meetings with the Elephant Man?
3: Who is the Elephant Man?
2: I have no idea.
4: But we know Sydney talked to him.
2: Not really,
3: it's just a guess. Uh, then why did Sydney say he wasn't a threat the other day? I don't
4: know. Is Sydney plotting something with the Elephant Man? Is that why he's acting so weird?
2: I-I <laughs> don't know.
4: I find it really hard to believe that you don't know anything.
2: What do you want me to say, Yvonne? Sydney hasn't told me a goddamn thing for the past week.
3: Are you guys fighting? I don't know.
4: That sucks. Must be annoying. It's
2: complicated. I don't blame him for it. Why? It's pretty much my fault.
4: So he's mad at you for something?
2: Yes. Probably.
3: Well, what's he mad about? Uh,
2: um...
4: Because you avoid him all the time? (sighs) Why do you do that? I... I can't.
3: Have you ever kissed him? Wow. Don't be a creep. I'm just saying, like... Weren't you two dating at one point?
4: No... Not technically. Not technically?
3: What the hell does that mean?
2: It's complicated.
4: Just sounds annoying. No! Listen, it's
2: not his fault.
3: So it's yours. It's your fault.
4: No... Well... It's not that... I... You guys have always had issues like this. And you always avoid them until they blow up in your face. Why do you do that? Why can't the two of you just talk things out?
3: Do you need a mediator? I'll be the mediator.
2: Listen, Yvonne. Jesus. I... Uh, Sidney is... He's hard. He's hard to know and hard to care about. And that's a horrible thing to say. And I keep my mouth shut because I don't want to say it. But he is... A, a, a relationship. I... Uh, he needs... help. He needs more help than a single person could possibly provide. And that's not his fault. All he ever asked for was what he needed, but I couldn't give it to him, or I couldn't give it to him while keeping sane, and and the proof is right in front of you because I tried giving him everything he needed and I flunked out of college and ended up working for my fucking mom. And I'm still the only thing resembling a support system that Sydney has. And it's. too much. Too much for him, too much for me. And I can't just. run away. But we can't keep living like this, so. I've been trying to fix it. But I don't know.
4: Wow. Um, okay. I... that is a lot to deal with.
3: If he makes your life so much harder, why don't you just cut him off?
2: <laughs> no. Why not? It's out of the question. Why? Sydney is more than just a burden. I love him. Don't want to lose him.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
3: The thing that you're doing wrong here is keeping Sydney in this weird friendship limbo.
4: If you aren't willing to act like someone's friend, then it's wrong to feed them false hope that you might still have a connection with them.
3: Yes, she's right. I'm always right. Can you let me have something for once?
4: Don't be self-centered.
3: I'm self-centered?
4: Yes. Anyways, I'm right, Jedediah. She's right. Friendship takes effort.
3: Or you don't be his friend.
2: You guys don't understand. I Even if I didn't care about losing him, cutting him off would not be an option. I'm responsible for his well-being. You get it? My parents sung hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay for his college. He, he wouldn't have passed his classes without me. I I don't know if he'd even be alive without me. He has a job here, a place to stay, a steady supply of money and food because of me. You know, Lucille, if she thought I didn't care about Sydney, he would be out of a job, and a home. I would be leaving him with nothing, and none of this—none of this—is his fault. It is not his fault. His life his, his parents, and you know this—the circumstances of his birth have have left him have have. Left him without the resources or the ability to take care of himself. And he hates that more than I do. And it's not his fault. But he needs me. He needs me. And I love him. I love him more than anything. And I cannot do that to him. I just can't. God fucking damn it! What is going on outside? I don't know. I'm going out there. S- session over
1: on this rooftop gazing down upon your circle of cabins to deliver the good news it's sacred knowledge I've been cradling close to my chest for years and I've deemed it prudent to share it with you all right here and now hear me, trust in me learn the truth that the world we live in exists in tribute to the perfect beauty of our divine muse you know him you are blessed to bear him for every day you spend in this holy place yet you shun him Dismiss him. Blaspheme upon his name. Hear me. What are you worth without him? What are you in the eyes of the universe for all your ignorance and neglect but a sorry bunch of cattle? Nay, from this day forth you will revere him as he was always meant to be revered. Be grateful, for our muse resides in this place in body and spirit. Who inspires the waters to flow over hills and down our throats? Our muse. Who inspires the soil to pack together to form a ground upon which we may walk? Our muse. Who inspires the trees to fruit to provide us with food to eat? Our muse. Our muse. Our muse. Our muse. Our muse. Our muse. Our muse, our muse. muse. Tomorrow I am hosting a ceremony for all who wish to join our world in venerating the Muse. If we love him, the Earth will love us in turn. Together, poor cattle, you will become my flock. We will pay our dues and earn the love of our planet. No more storms. No more fire, disease, rot, or betrayal. No more apocalypse. All thanks to our Muse. Our muse, our muse. Come. Tomorrow night. Come. Chant with me. Our, our, muse. Muse.
2: our muse, our muse,
1: our
2: muse, our muse, our muse. Lucille, there you are. Are are we going to are we going to do something about this? Lucille, our muse.
0: Today's episode was written by Blue Mayfield and Nicholas Belove. The part of Jedediah Martin was played by Nicholas Belove. The part of Yvonne Marley was played by Emily Safko. The part of Joshua McKeith was played by Ty Coker. The part of Elijah Volkov was played by Ryan Henning. Camp Here and There is the sole intellectual property of its production company, Mayfield and Belove. All music composed by Will Wood. And produced by Jonathan Maisto. Sound editing by Emily Safko and Blue Mayfield. Special thanks to our patrons. Nevaeh T. Saul. Ben Farkas. Absolutely an axolotl. Moonlight Schemes, and Ds. For behind-the-scenes material, exclusive canonical content, interactive events, and early episode access, consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash Mayfield and Our Discord server is a great place to meet like-minded fellows and discuss today's episode. Find the link at mayfieldandbeloved.com. Lastly, if you'd like to support us, the best thing you can do is to spread the word about the show. Thank you for listening to Camp Here and There, and remember... <laughs>